I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Above average people do things that make situations better. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me and this work on your game. Universe that I've built, this podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my Bulletproof Mastermind and then my third day mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on. And those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind or my one-on-one is we got to work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability, not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me. And we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full-time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing full time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, 
selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one, in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting it. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people, I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills, the intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way? We're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two, which is application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at workonyourgame.live. I will see you in May and let's get to getting this money. Workonyourgame.live. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself. We're going to make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to finish when you have a lead, when you have an advantage, when you have the lead, how do you finish the game off and make sure you complete the job? How do you finish the task off? We'll get into why this is the topic and, of course, how to do it in a moment. First, let me tell you all that I have a daily motivation text that I send out every single day for free to everyone who's in my text community. If you want to receive that text, it's very easy to do. 
just text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. I'll send you that every day. Message that is going to keep you focused, sharp, and on point for the day ahead. And again, the number again, 305-384-6894. And you can also respond to any one of those texts that you have received from me, and you'll be talking directly to me. Now, this topic here today, I have a few episodes on finishing in the archive of this show. And again, I told you I work on your game podcast.com. You can get the full archive of the show and find any episode that I've ever referenced here or any ones that I haven't referenced that you didn't know about. But I would suggest that you check out episode 943 when I talk about killer instinct, because that's what this episode is about here today. It's when you have an opportunity to finish the job off, how do you actually finish that job? And this is kind of a paradox of what I talked about in episode number 2094, when I talked about how to fight back in life and why when you find yourself in a situation where you might be losing and an opponent might have a lead on you, why you need to keep fighting is because many people just simply don't have the killer instinct. Many people don't know how to finish. Many people don't know how to finish a job off when they do find themselves having a lead. So if you just keep fighting and force them to finish you, you will learn very quickly that many people just don't have the ability to finish. They don't have the mindset. They don't have the mentality or the fortitude to finish you off. So if you just keep fighting and force them to do it, you'll find that they can't and you may end up coming back and winning in that situation. So listen to episode 2094 as well. But today is about when you're the person in the lead, how do you actually finish things off? So it's about completing that job when you see you have an opportunity to complete the job. And it's not just about necessarily in competition, but just any opportunity period. How do you make sure that you are finishing? You know, in the basketball world, one of the things that you know we talk about as players all the time, coaches and trainers as well, that you do a nice move on your opponent and you have an open shot or you got an open lane to the basket, you got to make sure you finish. If you do a nice move on your defender, but then you miss the open jump shot, then the move doesn't count for much. I mean, you did a nice move. You might get some reaction from the crowd, but if you didn't score the basket, then it doesn't really affect the outcome of the game. Or you get a nice move to get an open lane to the basket, then you miss the layup or you try to dunk it and you miss, and then you didn't get any points for it. And the object of the game is to put the ball in the basket, not to miss the basket. So let's get into this. So we don't walk on these points anymore. Point number one topic again today is how to finish when you find yourself with a lead or an opportunity. Number one, the majority of the most valuable things that we want in life, things that we want and need, things that we wake up every day and go to work and strive for that we put on our vision boards that we write down on our goals list. The reason why we're at work, if you're at work right now or you're getting ready to go to work or you're on your way home from work, you must be willing to be aggressive in order to get them, to have them and to keep them. Everybody right now who is at work or you're on your way to work or you are on break from work, or you are coming home from work, or you're supposed to be working right now, but instead you listen to the work on your game masterclass. Any of you who's working somewhere that you really wanted to work, like you really like this job that you have, you really like the position that you're in, you really like the role that you occupy right now. Did you have to be aggressive in order to get that position? You had to be remain aggressive to continue having that position and to maintain that position. I would think so. Now, if you're working somewhere that you will be happy to get out of there, and I worked at many jobs like that. I worked at CVS's, Pizza Hut's, uh, Friendly's, movie theaters, those kind of jobs. No, I didn't have to really be aggressive to get them. Actually, sometimes I did have to be a little bit aggressive to get them. But no, I'm not really like, I'm not about to go down. I'm not about to you know, fight to the death to keep those kind of jobs when I had roles like that. But the jobs that I really wanted, like being a pro athlete, like the position that I occupy now as an entrepreneur, 
I'm going to be aggressive in order to keep this position, to keep my status, to keep my title and to advance myself and move myself forward. Most of these positions, everybody, are not going to simply be handed to you. There's something that you need to do in order to get them. For example, for instance, right, I get a lot of athletes, ballplayers coming to me every now and then. It used to happen a lot more when I was more actively just talking about basketball exclusively, but I still get it happening. So I get a ball player who will come to me and they'll say something like, Dre, do you have any connections or do you have any contacts or do you know an agent or do you know a team that could help me? And this is the player talking who's reaching out to me, player X, that could help me get on playing professional basketball overseas or playing on a semi-pro team in the USA or playing in the G League, which is the NBA's minor league system. And I used to go out and explain to players that it's a ridiculous thing to ask. But then I made enough content, whether through books or articles or videos, that now I don't have to say that anymore. Now I can just either send them a link or nowadays, usually the last person who asked me this was a couple of days ago, actually, from when I'm recording this, a player asked me a question just like that. And all I did was send them a link to my book called The Overseas Basketball Blueprint, which is this book that I have right here behind me that explains to players what exactly you need to know and what process here it is right here for those of you who don't know about this book. You're a ball player. You can get this at balloverseas.com. What process you need to follow to get yourself on playing professional basketball overseas? The reason I'm bringing that up is to help you understand that a role like that, that kind of job, where you're trying to get into the 1% of people in your industry, uh, nobody's going to just hand you that job, not even somebody who already has it. And most of the time, because they can't just hand you that job. It was that easy to just get a position that you did not work for, you don't have to work for. Somebody's going to give it to you just because you asked them, especially a person who you don't know. And most of the time, these people reaching out to me are people who I, I do not know. There's no connection. There's no relation. You think I'm just going to make a phone call and just get you a job just because? Even though I don't know you, like, if I was able to just hand somebody a position just based off a phone call or an email or a text message, well, one thing I'll guarantee you, I'm giving it to somebody that I know. There's going to be some kind of relationship that I have with that individual or I'm going to charge them for it in some way, shape or form. They're going to give me something in order for me to make that so easy for them. I mean, this is business. So a random person just asking another random person to just hand them something that so many other people are striving and struggling and hustling to get is, again, it's a ridiculous proposition. But I often get these questions and some of you maybe in your line of work, you may get these kind of ridiculous propositions. People just thinking that you can just hand them something or that you would just hand them something, even if you can, just because, just because they reached out. Usually doesn't work like that. Again, any of you who's in a position right now that you really wanted to be in and that you really worked hard to get, was it easy for you to get it? And is it easy for anybody else to just walk in there and just get that position? Probably not. doesn't mean you couldn't make it easier for somebody since you're already on the inside, but it ain't going to be easy. Now, the reason why I'm sharing that is for you to understand that this requires a level of aggression. It requires a level of force. It requires a level of intentionality. And this is not to say necessarily that you need to take anything from another person in order to get that position. It doesn't mean that you need to be overly competitive necessarily. In other words, like you don't have to make it about you against another individual. And it definitely doesn't mean you need to violate anybody's rights or your own ethics or morals. But it does mean you had to be willing to be assertive and forceful in grabbing what you want. Because if we look at the definition of the word aggressive, and we talked about being aggressive in several episodes of this show, specifically in episode 1223, the title is literally Be Aggressive with an exclamation point. 
in episode 742. If you're not going to be aggressive, get the hell out of the way. In episode 420, getting aggressive to make shit happen. So if you haven't listened to those, you know what to do. They're linked down below in the show notes. Definition of aggressive is pursuing one's aims and interests forcefully, sometimes unduly so. That's the full definition. If you have interests or aims that you are not willing to pursue forcefully, you're not willing to really go after them in an aggressive way, then I would suggest that you accept the fact that you may end up not having them. You may end up never reaching them if you're not willing to be aggressive in order to get them. Most people hear that definition that I said, pursuing your aims forcefully, sometimes unduly so. In other words, sometimes you might go too far. And they only pay attention to the second part of the definition, that unduly part. And they don't pay attention to the first part. And it's people's fear of appearing that maybe they're too aggressive, that maybe they're going too hard. They're trying too hard to get to their outcome. People's fear of that and just what other people might think of them, because even if somebody thinks that you're going too hard, what's the penalty for that? It's not a crime. Nobody can call the cops on you for going too hard after what you want. People's fear of that possibility keeps them from doing what they need to do to get what they want to have in life. And then they come up with a convenient excuse. Usually it's not that, even though that's the real reason. They come up with a convenient excuse that sounds good for why they don't have what they want in life, because they're unwilling to be aggressive. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to finish when you have an opportunity. Number two, most people are by definition average. Does everybody agree with that? That by definition, most people are average. I mean, the very word says, and actually, it's kind of a tongue in cheek thing for me to be even asking you the question because it's just a logical fact that most people are average. That's what average means. So the reason why most people are average, and this is what the part I want you to get, because I hope that if you're listening to a show called Work On Your Game, that you're not hoping to be average. That's not your aims. If your aim is to be average, I'm going to help you out. You don't need to listen to the show. You could just go just keep living your life by default and you'll become average without even trying. But the reason why most people are average is because most people live life by default. Like I just said, whatever happens to them, they just accept it and they just leave it as it is. Whatever happens, they just go with that. And whatever direction the wind blows, whatever way life decides to push them, they just end up going there and they don't do anything to shape their own circumstances. And if you allow this to happen often enough, you will become just as average as most other people are in life. Now, here's the thing. There are some situations in your life that are going to suck no matter what you do. In other words, sometimes in life, you're going to have to eat that shit sandwich. And no matter how hard you try to avoid eating the shit sandwich, you still have to eat it. Talked about that in episode 1663. All right. What is your favorite flavor of shit sandwich? There's some situations in life that you don't want to deal with that you will have no choice but to deal with, even if you try not to deal with them. All right. This is just how it is. There are other situations in life that are just excellent. Some situations are just going to be amazing, even though you didn't even do anything to make the situation amazing. Sometimes in life, you're just going to get easy situations handed to you. And all you got to do is just open the door or just say yes. And things are just going to work out for you perfectly. Now, here's what I want you to understand. Everyone who's listening to me right now has faced and dealt with both of these circumstances multiple times over in your life. Everyone here, if you're a salesperson, you've dealt with some prospects that you're trying to sell to that no matter what you did, they were not going to buy anything. Everyone had that happen before, right? And any of you who's ever tried to get a job, you've been in situations where you apply for a job, no matter what you said, no matter how perfect your resume, they were not going to hire you for the job. Everyone's faced this. And every one of us, if you're in sales, I'm just using sales as an example. 
you've been in situations where somebody just was going to buy anything that you sold, no matter what it was, no matter how much it costs. All right. Th those were the easy sales. Again, any of you who works in sales and we're all in sales on some level have all had this happen. You have people who are just ready to do whatever you said, no matter what it was, no matter how outlandish it wasn't outlandish to them, but no matter how grandiose your ask, they were willing to say yes to it. They were ready and willing to say yes. And we've all had those situations. We've all had the ones that were impossible and all the ones that were super easy. Here's what I want you to understand. Both of those situations are on the far ends of the bell curve. If any of you doesn't know what a bell curve is, just Google it real quick. You'll see a picture of it. And I guarantee you've probably seen it before. So a bell curve is their extremes on one end of a situation and their extremes on the other end. And most of the situations, most of the circumstances, though, are in the middle. Not on the extremes of this end or extremes of that end. So we've all faced the extremes before, but most of our circumstances in life are somewhere in the middle. That's where the majority of situations and circumstances occur. So since most situations are in the middle of that curve, what does that mean? That means they could go either way. They could go your way and you get what you want. They could go the other way and you don't get what you want. So what makes the difference for people in life? The difference is not how many of the circumstances you face, because as I just said, and as you just confirmed, we have all faced situations that were impossible. No way we were going to win. We all faced situations that were easy, that we were guaranteed to win. But the majority of all of our situations are in the middle. They could go good. They could go bad. We could win. We could lose. So the differentiator is not the circumstances, everybody. The differentiator is you. You are the variable. You are the variable. Average people, and let's take this further, average people don't do anything to affect those situations that are in the middle. So whatever direction the wind is blowing, they either win or they lose, they get it or they don't get it based on the, the weather that day. Below average people, they do things or don't do things that allow the situations or make the situations worse. So they lose most of the time. Average people do nothing. So they win sometimes and they lose other times. And you know what the winners do? They do things or don't do things that make the situation better. So they win more often than they lose or the times that they win more than make up for in multiples, the times that they lost. Above average people do things that make situations better. It is not the extremes that determine your life, folks. It is the situations in the middle, because those are what most of what your life is made up of. So my question then is, and this is a question for you to ask yourself. How are you affecting or how are you affecting these situations or not affecting them? Successful people utilize their killer instinct, again, see episode 943, to turn circumstances in their favor. They use force. They use aggression. They go after what they want to turn things in their favor. They do not allow life to just have its way with them or do not just allow the chips to fall where they may. When they can, they affect situations to their liking. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to finish when you have an opportunity in life. When you see that opening, how do you take it and do something with it? Number three, I want you to forget most of the socialization that you've been taught. Most of the socialization that you've been taught has been teaching you to go along to get along. We talked about this in episode number 2020. Why do people go along to get along? I want you to forget most of that because most of that is teaching you to be amenable compromising and otherwise average. That, that's what it leads to is you becoming average. When you're already ahead of other people, do not become compromising. Do not take your foot off the gas. Do not relax and allow other people to catch up or don't relax out of 
embarrassment that you're so far ahead of everybody else that maybe they're going to attack you for having more than them. And people absolutely will do this. When you're already ahead of other people, don't take your foot off the gas and ease up just because you're already winning. When you're doing really well and getting ahead of your own projections, in other words, you predicted you would sell five widgets today, but you already sold seven. All right, don't relax. If you're an ambitious person, you probably will get mad at yourself when you do this. And I know of some ambitious people who do this because I have people who tell me this all the time that they set a plan. They say, I'm going to get to level 10 by five o'clock. They get to level 12 by three o'clock. So now they got two extra hours and they do nothing for the last two hours because, well, I'm already here. And then what happens is they start to create this habit of easing up and this habit of relaxation to the point that they're taking two steps forward, but then they take two more steps back and they never seem to take advantage of the lead or the opportunity that they are able to create for themselves because they allow themselves to ease up as soon as they see that they're doing better than what they expected to do. This is what people do all the time. This is a form of self-sabotage that ambitious people, highly functioning people, these are high performing individuals. They have this problem just as much as the average and below average people have it. It's just that they get to a level of achievement first, then they ease up. Whereas below average people don't even get the achievement and they ease up. And average people they get close to the achievement and ease up. But everybody has this problem, no matter what level you are when it comes to performance. You get mad at yourself for doing this all the time. So my question is, who made these rules that you need to ease up just because you're already doing better than what you expected? You know who made these rules that you are following? Average people. You're an above average person. You're a way above average individual. But what happens is when you perform above what you expected of yourself, you start adopting the rules of average people. So you're doing above average, but then you start acting like a below average person. And guess what happens? You get the results of a below average person. The big idea here is that when you're ahead, keep going. If you got the lead, keep running. There is no rule out there and no law that says you have to slow down so that other people can catch up. There's no rule that says you need to ease up off the gas just because you're doing better than everybody else. All right? What other people are doing is immaterial to you. Your baseline is not about Am I doing better than these people around me? Your baseline is, am I doing better than what I could be doing? Am I doing the best that I could do? Now, if that happens to be better than everybody else in the room, hey, great. Congratulations. If it happens to be worse than everybody else in the room, great. Congratulations. Your baseline is not other people. Your baseline is not your comparison to everyone else. Your baseline is your comparison to what you are capable of and what your potential is. While this, of course, logically makes sense. It is your emotional acceptance of this idea that will determine whether you apply it or not, because I could talk about this from 20 different angles, but you had to accept it and actually use it. That's really what's going to make the difference. So my question is, how can you justify this concept in your own mind? That's really what you have to be able to do, because logically you can understand it. How can you emotionally justify this to yourself, especially knowing that most of the people around you will not and do not understand it? Even if they did understand it, they would not accept it. And even if they accepted it, they probably would not apply it. So what are you going to do knowing that nobody around you is going to be much reinforcement for this idea? Well, there could be people around you who reinforce this idea. If you join my Bulletproof Mastermind or you work with me directly, we would be the people around you. But if you don't have that, most of the people around you, just by the law of probabilities, just because what I know about people, I'm pretty sure that most of the people around you will not understand, accept or apply this or all three. So what are you going to do? How are you going to move yourself to that action, even though you're already doing even better than maybe even you expected? It's an open question for you to really ponder and think about for the rest of the day today. Let's recap today's class, which is how to finish when you have a lead or an opportunity or an advantage. 
See episode 943 on Killer Instinct. Point number one, the majority, most of the valuable things we want in life, we must be willing to be aggressive to get them, to have them, and to keep them. Most of these things are not going to simply be handed to you. And it's not about you taking it from anyone else or violating any morals or anything like that. It's just about being assertive and forceful to grab what you want. So you look at the definition of the word aggressive, it means pursuing your aims and interests forcefully. And many people get so afraid of appearing too forceful to others, the socialization, that they keep themselves from being aggressive and thusly blocking themselves from even getting what they want. Point number two, most people are by definition average. All right, this is just the definition of words, and this is where most people fall. Some situations in life are going to suck. Some will be great. Most of them are in the middle. Average people do nothing to affect those situations. Below average people do things to make them worse. And above average people, that's you, they do things to make those situations better. It is not the things on the extremes that determine the outcomes of your life. It's what you do with those situations that could go either way. How many of those are you winning? Those are the ones that make the determination on how far you're going to go in life. Successful people utilize their killing instincts to turn circumstances in their favor. And point number three, forget the socialization you've been taught by average people who will advise you to ease up and slow down, or they'll teach you through demonstration to ease up and slow down when you are already ahead of everybody else. When you're already ahead, do not follow what average people do. Don't become average after you did all these things to achieve at an above average level. It makes no sense. Do not adopt average mindsets and average behaviors after you already made yourself into an above average individual. Big idea here is that when you're ahead, keep going. There's no rule that says you have to slow down so that everybody else can catch up or slow down out of guilt just because you're ahead of everybody else. It's your emotional acceptance of this idea that determines whether you will apply it or not. And you got to figure out how you will justify this in your mind, since most of the people around you will not either understand it or accept it or apply it. All that said, text me, get my daily motivation text every single day for free by text me at my number 305-384-6894. Then get your free issue of my Bulletproof Bulletin, which is my monthly magazine. I send out every month to everyone who is a subscriber to that. I'll send your first issue free by going to bulletproofbulletin.com. And number three, when you are ready, and I think you are, to start working with me directly on your strategy, on your accountability, and on your execution. Join me in my mastermind. It's called the Bulletproof Mastermind. I do a live training call every single week where I take questions. We have open discussion. Make sure everyone is being held accountable, actually working towards serious, real goals, and you can network with other like-minded individuals who are taking their games to the next level the same way that you are. All of that information is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. All of those links are down below in the show notes. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.